Hey, welcome back, Daydreamers. Glad to have you back. I appreciate you guys. In this uh, episode, I sat down with Lynn Barron from the Sweep Spot podcast, and we talked about the VIP experience. It was interesting. You know, this is one that I hear and I, I hear questions. I see questions on all the social platforms, and there's always so much chatter about it and what it details. So hopefully you get something good out of this because I haven't had the pleasure of experiencing it yet. I am cheap and I haven't wanted to pay the money, but through this episode, maybe you'll decide that this is something that you want to do. So right, I want to get right into this. Before I get to that interview, though, I do want to welcome two new members to our VIP club. Uh, welcome, LaChristian and Dan. I'm happy to have you guys both on board. Thank you so much for joining the VIP club. If you are interested in supporting our podcast, that is one way that you can do it. So if you're interested in the details of the VIP club that we've created, you can email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com, or you can go on our Facebook page and message me directly. Also, if you are looking to book a trip anywhere around the world or to any of the Universal Studios or Disney, contact me. And the ways you can do that, you can email me chadday at portkeyvacations.com. And Chad Day is just C-H-A-D-D-A-Y at portkeyvacations.com. Or I did create a Facebook page also, and it is Chad Day at Port Key Vacations. Okay. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you again. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I'm joined by Lynn Barron. He is from the Sweep Spot podcast. And today, we are going to, going to be talking about the VIP experience. Um, Lynn, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for Lynn reached out to me because he, he has gone on the VIP experience. This isn't something that we've talked about before. So I thought it'd be great to have him on here. Um, but before we get going on that, can you tell us and our listeners a little bit about, um, your experience with Universal Studios? So I grew up in Southern California in Long Beach, California area, and my first time going to Universal, I was trying to remember back because it was it was like in the 70s. So I want to say it was after Jaws, and that was like one of the new attractions they had there. I was very young. I was probably like five or six, but I remember it. Um, and then later on, um, you know, we I would just go for birthdays and things. My, my mom would take me um, like once a year, maybe once every other year. And it was a lot different then than it is now. They didn't have as many rides. It was mostly, they didn't have any rides, to be honest. They had uh, shows and then the backlot tour. Like that was, that was all they had. They didn't have Simpsons or even Back to the Future at that time. They didn't have any, any of the lower lot. Um, they didn't have any, any rides. So um, yeah, just a quite a different experience. In fact, the, the backlot tour then was like a two hour thing it was like they would take you down and in fact you'd get on the um the backlot tour you know when you walk in the entrance it was off to the right just like right there um you get on the tram there and it would take you down and then you would exit the tram down at the bottom and then uh they had like a like a special effects show that you would go into and a couple other things. And then you get back on the tram. There was like snack bar and everything. And then you get back on the tram and finish the 
totally different experience back then. But anyways, um, to that was a long answer to your question. <laughs> no, that's what yeah. we're supposed to do on here. But yeah. okay, so since you've been going for that long, how do you like the way that Universal has kind of changed? I mean, you said there was a lot more shows. Obviously, right now there's not much for shows. How, how do you feel right? about? Yeah, how do you feel about <laughs> the the change? I think it's good. They're trying to compete with with Disney, which is not too far from there, and Knott's Berry Farm. You have some good stuff in Southern California, and I I always think. You know, some people don't like Universal or some people don't like Disneyland or whatever. But I think the competition is good for both parks because it it it, it makes both parks strive to be better. And and I think that's what it's done for Universal. Disney has has made them and and with Harry Potter, um, it's just exploded. I think that's taken Universal to the next level. Yeah, I think that's what kind of changed it all. And after mm-hmm. they built Hogsmeade in Orlando, I think that that's when it was, that's when the competition was on for both of yeah. these parks. Yeah. And and you're absolutely right. I do think this is something that Universal keeps growing. And now yeah. with new parks opening in Texas and new experiences in Vegas, I, I think that it is good for everybody involved. And I, mm-hmm. I think that there is definitely room to like them both and experience them both. I think that's awesome. So yeah, you're absolutely right. The industry. I mean, a lot of the people that have designed some of the rides for Disney have left Disney for whatever reasons um, and went to universal and are helping design rides there. This the Imagineers, Um, the secret life of pets of the animatronics in there were done by Garner Holt. Um, We've had him on our podcast, but he did a lot of the animatronics for mermaid at, um, Little Mermaid at California Adventure. I think he did some of the Rise Resistance. Um, so he's done a lot for Disney too, but he also does stuff for Knott's Berry Farm um, mm-hmm. and Universal and stuff. But anyways, yeah, so a lot of the creative creatives for both both parks in that industry are, you know, they're just working everywhere and, it, and it's great. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's good for them too. Um, yeah. I'm sure it can get a little bit boring there for a while. You know, you get, just any line of work, you're with a certain job for a certain time, and then you want to yeah. move on and kind of get creative in a different way. So I think that's good too, that they can bring their knowledge and yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. So let's get into a brief description uh, straight from the universal side of the VIP experience, and then I'll okay. have some questions for you. All right. So I kind of looked at the prices today yeah. and they can range obviously depending on the time of year weekends weekdays but they're anywhere from right now 369 to 499 a person roughly yeah. um and that includes a one day park admission mm-hmm. unlimited express access to each ride attraction and seated show not that there's a lot of shows like we said <laughs> um expert guided tour including the back lot light snacks and refreshments exclusive vip gourmet meal and complimentary valet parking. Yes. So that's everything, the brief description. So I guess yeah. my first question is going to be with you, a um, couple things. So how was the check-in experience and how many people were actually in your group? So for this trip, uh, I have a small family. It's just our son and my wife and I. For this trip, we once a year, it would be like a father-son trip. And we went down to Universal and I had a, just a one-day um, just a regular admission ticket. And I saw they have that little podium where the guys, you know, they're trying to get you to upgrade to the VIP tour. And I went over and I said, because I'm a huge Back to Future fan, 
And I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I said, I will only do it if you, um, if the backlot tram will take you to um, Times oh, Square there where right. they do that. Um, and so he said, let me check. So he made some phone calls, came back, said, yes, that's included today. And I said, okay, then I'll upgrade. So I upgraded my ticket, but I had already parked in the general admission lot there, um, which I think was like $30, $25, at the time. Uh, so what they do, so I upgraded, and what they do is they reimburse you because it's valet parking, but they reimburse you for your parking. Oh, so well, that's good so to know. Yeah, so even if you do upgrade later, you can you get reimbursed. Um, so I did that, and they give you these little lanyards, and you walk into that little. There's like the VIP lounge, little special entrance off to the right of the main entrance, and so I went in there, and they just very nice just a little um they check you in and they you go upstairs and they have like a little refreshment area with drinks and like croissants and donuts and snacks and just a variety of different things and they have couches and um movies playing and stuff so like you could go in there and hang out anytime you want when you're a vip just to chill um so we did that for a little bit and then and they have, so the lanyard you get, that's like your pass. You can go on um, front of the line to like any of the rides all day long, not just one time like the um, express passes. Right. So so that's up to that point. We ended up in there. Our tour, they give you an assigned time. And our tour was like later in the day. It was like after lunch. Like You're talking for the back lot tour. Yeah, the back right. lot tour. Okay. Yeah. So how many people were actually in your group other than, or was it just you and your just son? Just my son and I. Oh, yeah. so you got like the private one. Cause I know there's different options to where you can be with another group, right? Oh yeah. So the, just the general VIP tour, you're in, you're in this. Oh, I see what you're asking. So, so he's my son and I, and then they, um, they give you a, um, trying to think what it was. Oh, so. So they give you a um, like an assigned group and a and a tour guide, and you you're with that group. But but we hadn't met up with them late, until later. So they told us at the time because our tour was later in the day. They just said you guys can go enjoy the park, use your lanyard and go in front of the line passes. Come back half an hour before your tour your um, tour guide meets you here, and you'll go with them. So I said okay. So we went on like went to Harry Potter and. Secret Life Pets first, because that was new um, for us. We hadn't been on that. And then we went over to Forbidden Journey and um, and then we came back to the lounge. And um, so then the tour guide would come up and he'd introduce himself and he'd ask us, you know, is there anything special you'd like to see on the tour? Or do you have favorite movies? You know, and of course I said Back to the Future. He said, yes, uh, we would definitely go there. Um, so I was all excited. But um, so at this point, because our, our backlot tour wasn't until later, so what they do is he and well, there was maybe like 12 of us, 10 total on this tour. And he takes you into the park and you go right up to the front of the line. He has like these secret and special entrances to get you to the front on some of the rides. And we went on Secret Life Pets. And then he took us to the lower lot. And we did um, Jurassic World. Uh, Transformers and the Mummy, and then um, we went upper lot. We did uh, Forbidden Journey, 
and then he said we have um uh what is it the water world we went, went and saw water world and they they have a special section just for you to sit for vips and it's not in the silk zone so <laughs> it's up up near kind of near the top but a but a good angle for the whole show um so we did that and so at that point he said we're gonna have lunch now and they take you you had mentioned the um, gourmet like a buffet yeah that's what i was gonna ask how the breakfast and the lunch was that was gonna be the first questions so the breakfast was back at the lounge and that was like snacks and things but so the gourmet they take you to this and it's kind of it's hard to explain where it is it's it's like on that main strip about halfway up before the um the what was it the animal show oh the animal actors yeah it's like right in that area but before that um so they take you in there and it's like this buffet they have it all set up and it's really neat they have so many options um as far as your guide so your guide wasn't with you when you went to the rides or was he was with you he would would take you to the okay so the first time we went on some of the rides we were on our own Mm -hmm. but then the second time um, so if you, if, if my son and I didn't want to go, we just hung out at the VIP lounge earlier in the morning, we would have just stayed there for like an hour and a half or something. But, but because he wasn't going to meet us, we've just went on our own and came back. So the second time he takes you up to the entrance of each ride okay. and he doesn't go on the rides. He just hangs out for the exit and then takes you to the next ride. He had ponchos for us for Jurassic world. He hands them out to you and, um, so that was kind of cool that you so, get to keep. So yeah. obviously I've seen some of those sections where you can go in. So you're pretty much skipping the queue. Is there any kind yeah. of a queue at all through the VIP line? Um, not really. No. Not in Jurassic World, we went, we went right, we like sure. cut right up to the front. But like on Forbidden Journey, you're just kind of coming in and a side door right yeah. at, towards the end. And how'd yeah, you like, like that? I mean, because I kind of like, I tend to like some of the cues but i know i mean what'd you think was that fine just because you were skipping everybody if it was my first time and i hadn't been on those those rides i probably would have well i wouldn't have known what i was missing for one but um if someone had told me there oh did you see the queue no you know so yeah that's one thing if it's but you had the opportunity to um you know you can go back later and go on it but sure yeah i know what you're saying yeah and the tour guide did so pretty personable person mm-hmm. and yeah was there anything that he was telling you knowledge wise that you didn't know or i mean obviously you know a lot about the park but for the general person that's going in there for the first time do you think that they had learned a lot from the tour guide was giving out any kind of facts or anything about the park not really i was staying up with him a little bit and we we just got on a conversation because i used to work at disneyland so we were talking about working for theme parks and stuff but so I didn't really get that out of it at that point in the um, on the back lot, yes, but in that part of it, not not really too much. Um, I mean, he's free, you know, to uh, you can ask him any questions. Um, he he was knowledgeable, but yeah. But well, at that point, they just kind of take you to each ride and they try to and they ask you in your group, is there anyone that doesn't want to ride this? Because some of them, there were some people that didn't want to ride certain rides, so they just say, okay, well, we'll meet you here, and then yeah. And were you able to pick if you wanted to be at the front of the cars or the back or middle or anything like that? No, no. no. Cause I kind of yeah. read that to where you were able, they, they may have let you, you know, you want to be front row. They let you be front row, but uh, maybe like if that. we asked, but yeah. I, I didn't really care. Yeah, sure. 
Well, okay, for well. Jurassic World, I said, I told him I didn't want to be. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, Jurassic I wouldn't want to be on the front right no. on Jurassic World no. because that's where I always no. get soaked every time I'm no, on it anyway. But <laughs> right. okay, well, the backlot tour. You kind of mentioned that. That's that's the one that interests me the most. That's kind of yeah. what I'm thinking that I would want to do. So mm-hmm. thinking about the backlot tour, what were some of the spots? I mean, obviously, you kind of mentioned a few of the ones that you wanted to go to. So what are some of the spots that they took took you to? So you're, so when you load it, you know where the, um, so that everyone else loads those big, the bigger trams. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they take you to, to um, just past that is where you load onto these VIP little trolley shuttle things. They look like a little, like a smaller bus and it fits probably, I don't know, 20 people. And, and so you get on there and, and so that takes you the same route as the tram would except um at certain points you get to get out so it'll take you down the long road that takes you kind of when you're going down you see the posters for all the different different um movies they've had out in the years and they take you back and they pretty much tell you a lot of the same information as you're in the tram um so even on the on the tram on the shuttle there you get to go into um King Kong, you get to do all that stuff. It's just on you're on this little thing, you know, instead of the long um, tram they have. Uh, they so the one of the first things they took us to was the New York Street and um, back to the Future Square or whatever they call the official name is there, um, which is what I wanted to see the most because <laughs> for years, I mean, even the '80s after that movie came out, '90s. I'd always go through there and take tons of pictures. I just someday I wanted to be there and get out. And I finally got to, and I was just done in heaven. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. I just had my daughters watch it for the first time three oh, days yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I had to introduce them finally. They're eight and 10. Finally had to introduce them to it. Yeah. So was it everything that you thought it'd be? I mean, as far as. Yeah. yeah. And because uh, the tour guide knew I was a Back to the Future fan, he took me aside, pulled me away from the group because everyone was kind of doing their, they let you kind of roam a little bit, not too much in that area. But he, he said, Hey, I want to show you something. So we went up the stairs of the clock tower, opened the door and the original pillars in front of the building are behind. So they have this like facade right now to make, so it doesn't really totally look like the, um, this, you know, the, this straight the, from uh, the movie. Yeah. So the, he opened the door and then he goes, these are the original pillars. For, you oh. know, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. So I took pictures inside there and everything. And that's That was going to be a next question. Do yeah. they allow you to take pictures of all that yeah. stuff while but, you're on there? There was, is no, at any point during this experience, is there photographers or anything like that? Or can no. you ask your guy to take a picture and he's fine yeah, with doing yeah, yeah. that Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took pictures thing, of but... my son and I, like, standing at the town, you know, the school oh, okay. there and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're very, they'll do anything like that. Um yeah, so I was never told we couldn't take pictures or anything, except um, I'm trying to think what that was. So we didn't get to one of the things they do now that we didn't get to do was the um, prop, the prop warehouse. Oh, dang, because that's what I was going to ask you right there. Because that to me seems like that'd be. I wonder why. I wonder why they weren't doing it. it. Was I think told? it was like a COVID thing then? Like like the oh. restrictions had just been lifted and they were just kind of yeah. Right. Yeah. It just wasn't part of it. 
That would be pretty amazing. I would love to I see know. that section for sure. So did you get to go into the Jaws area and kind mm -hmm. of walk around there too? Yeah, a little bit there. And then um, so New York Street is just behind Back to Future. And you get to walk up some of the stairs and look inside some of the buildings. Sometimes, like on Western Street, um, you they have actually like most of the buildings are nothing inside. It's just you know, they're just facades, but some of the buildings like on Western streets, there's actually like a saloon inside and stuff. Oh, with some of them. So, um, and yeah. Yeah. So did you, did you have a favorite park part as far as the backlot tour? I mean, uh, <laughs> of course, obviously. Back to the future. <laughs> back yeah. To the future. yeah. Um, did you ever feel like you were rushed when you were at any of those areas or was there really no time limit just depending on how people were, enjoying the experience not really rushed but there definitely was a time they had to keep on a schedule for sure and i yeah. could tell and i don't know if it was because we were the last tour of the day because when we got done with this the park was closing in like 20 minutes so oh so that's yeah. that's what i was going to ask you i mean as yeah. far as how how long did the actual tour from the minute you had the guide till mm. park close sounds like it was a pretty long day right yeah it was like two hours well if you could the ride like taking us on rides and the lunch and everything, it was probably about four hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, not as much as I would thought. But so after the, but yeah. after the guiding part is over, then you can still continue to ride rides mm -hmm. for the rest. Yeah. Of the so time, if you had correct? had your your tour earlier in the day, because you get to when you um, like if you were to go on the app now and buy your ticket, you can pick like a nine forty five or whatever something earlier. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, then you'd have the rest of the day to do that yeah okay you kind of mentioned water world which i love but <laughs> so not that there's a lot of shows anymore but when you went were you able to do the special effects show and the, the animal actor show too on that day no it was only water world and the special effects wasn't going on at that time oh right COVID. um yeah. and the animal show i don't know if that was still going or not I so think did, it was, yeah. So on Waterworld, you said you kind of sat back. Did they mm -hmm. let you have the option of sitting up front in the splash zone if you wanted? No, I don't think so. I mean, no. maybe if you had asked, but they just said we have a, a reserved spot. And it says like VIPC. Oh, and, yeah. okay. Um, okay, next question. Drinks that were provided. So what did they give mm -hmm. you throughout the day? I mean, other than when you were in there for your breakfast and lunch. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was just like when we were on the trolley. Um, the tram they would add they had like an ice chest they had this bottle of water that was it yeah so if you wanted to buy any alcoholic beverages or anything extra you just had to kind that's of stop you. and yeah, yeah that's on you did yeah. they care I mean was that ever an option where someone wanted to do that and kind of no they kind of rushed you so the the attraction part like when you're going on all the rides they kind of rushed you through that like they were trying to keep to a schedule so like like i had said we went down the lower lot and boom 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 we started just hitting one after another um it only took us like i don't know 40 minutes to like do every ride that's what i was that was going to be <laughs> i mean one of my questions was going to be what's the pace like but i can already tell it's kind of a fast pace i mean it did you have quick so i guess would you recommend this is more for for some people that are used to that kind of thing or what? I mean, did you have anybody yeah. in your group that was a little bit elderly that that would be, do you see that could be an, a hard thing for them to be able to keep up to that pace? I think it might be if you had yeah, someone with some other, you know, issues that would cause them to be a little slower. But, um, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I want to do it again. See, that's the other thing. It spoils you because you, you had all this treatment, you know, you get front of the lines and get to do the back lot. And if I go back, when I go back, I am going back in June, but when I go back again, like I haven't decided because the VIP, it is a little more expensive. And I always said, it's just like a once in a lifetime thing I want to do, but now it's kind of spoiled me. Like I think well, I have to do it every time now. Well, that is <laughs> what I was going to ask you if it was yeah. something that you would recommend doing again, if it's something that you're going to think about doing again. I mean, for that price, are you an annual pass holder? No, no. Yeah. I mean, for that price, you can, you know, become an annual pass holder and then shoot, you can almost have the platinum pass and have the, you know, early line access for the rides after three also, but true. Yeah. But yeah, that is something you would want to do. And, and did your son, how old was your son? I, I forgot to ask you. When you see, went on he's, he, was, he was 14 then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And what, what was his impression of it all? So I don't know if it's like this for your kids, but he's not real familiar with a lot of the movies. Um, he watches some movies, but yeah. know, it seems like kids more these days are like into YouTube and all that. But um, so he knew some of the movies they mentioned, but if you're not really familiar with a lot of movies, then you probably would just think, oh, all right, whatever that is, you know, <laughs> yeah. when they, you know, when they mention movies, he did like the front of the path online passes and <laughs> that's what gets you addicted right yeah. there that's a big yeah. plus for sure that's one of my big beefs with hollywood you know when you go to or have you been to universal orlando no so when you go to orlando if you're at one of the premier hotels and there's uh-huh. three of them on site then they you have unlimited access right and it's not just that one time it is as many times as you want to ride it as long oh. as you're staying at one of the premier hotels and it's not only for the day that you check in it's for the day that yeah. you check out also so <laughs> we got spoiled on that too and when we went last august down to hollywood uh-huh. we didn't get express and uh, i tell you man yeah. that makes a world of difference i mean just in your your planning in general Mm-hmm. And just waiting in the lines, especially when you have younger kids. I mean, mine are an eight. Oh, yeah. So waiting in the lines is is not fun. So yeah, I can definitely see why you would be yeah. spoiled with like the VIP, <laughs> especially. Um the food was really good at the gourmet meal they have. It's like a buffet and they had such a huge variety of food. I mean, they had fish, they had um just chicken fingers if you wanted that, you know, they had they had so you know fried chicken baked chicken they had everything all the sides mashed potatoes asparagus corn i mean there's huge amounts of just good food like not not theme park food like hot dogs and hamburgers you know so but if that's something your kids really like then i don't know (laughs) and obviously it was just all you could eat since it was buffet style right yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's something my my kids don't eat much at this at this point, you know. So yeah, yeah. maybe they like it. I'm I'm sure. But and once again, so just no alcoholic beverages. Was there no. alcoholic beverages that you could purchase at, mm-hmm. at like the lunch? All that, yeah, just yeah, like an open bar or like a bar type yeah. setting or something. And they had soft drinks and things. Um, but then as you sat down, they had the characters walk around like Lucy, um, Doc, uh, the vampire. They had like different. Uh, Dracula, that's the name. Uh, they had different characters walk around your table and say hi to you, and you get your pictures with them. So that was oh, kind of neat. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I hadn't read anything yeah. about that. My kids aren't into the character interactions yeah. much, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. That's something that you don't really see yeah. or yeah. read about. Um, yeah. All right. So, what is something that the VIP 
experience could be improved? Do you think what's something they could do better? Or is there? (laughs) I think most people take it because of the backlot tour. Yeah. They are kind of restricted to where they can go because there is filming going on. Um, I heard if you go on the weekends, there's not as much filming. Um, They do a lot during the week, but there's like areas that are restricted that they can't take you. So, so I have to keep that in mind, but I do wish that that part was longer. Like I could do that for a four out, you know, Yeah, (laughs) I just love all the backlot and and seeing what things were filmed and, and uh, they're very knowledgeable. You could ask them, uh, oh, is this filmed here? Like if you recognize something and they'll tell you yes or no, and they'll say, no, but this was, and they'll tell you more uh, about it. But I think that that's the big selling point is the backlot tour. And I didn't care too much about going on King Kong or any of that. Cause I had done that before. Um, and that's, they're, that's fine. But I, I cared more about just the, the actual backlot where they film stuff. You know? On the rides, was there anything in the background? Like you could go, cause I know in Orlando, you can take some different tours through the rides themselves. Like you could go like in oh. the mummy in Orlando, you're able to go underneath the mummy, see the track from above. Was there anything like that? No, that would be another thing that would be really cool. The one thing they did, another thing they let you get out on was, um, what's that movie? You know where the big airplane is crashed there? The um, Yeah, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get, they spent a lot of time there, which was cool. It's really neat. But I was thinking, okay, like after five minutes, I was like, all right, like I'd like to see more or something else. But we spent about 15, 20 minutes there. Oh, so I could see where yeah. that'd be cool if you were actually a fan of the movie, but otherwise, yeah, yeah probably not so much. I mean, it's neat. You could walk up as close as you want, and then the trams will come by. You know, the regular folks will come by in the trams and you wave to them and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, you're out there in the middle of the of that area. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. So here's uh, one of my final questions then. Yeah. So with that money uh, in account, 369 mm-hmm. to 499, or probably a little bit more, actually, if you were there the day of and you upgraded, maybe, um, right. was it worth it? So, so when they upgrade you, you, they minus the amount that your regular ticket would, you know. So, right. Yeah. Um, I would say if you're really into Universal and you'd like behind the scenes stuff like being in the back lot, I would say yes, at least do it once. Mm-hmm. Um, even like yourself, you're a big fan of Universal. I think you should at least try it once. Even, I don't know, like, I don't know about your kids, if they would really enjoy it as much, but I know you probably would. Um yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it'd be just me and my wife. I don't think my kids yeah. would necessarily enjoy that because even the studio tour itself, that's probably my favorite thing to do there. Mm-hmm. But for them, it was just fine. So yeah, yeah. yeah the backlot tour for me, especially if I got yeah. to go in the prop shop. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. that would be pretty amazing to do. But That's why I might want to do it again, just to, to go on that. And I would probably ask him like, are we going to go in the prop shop? Cause I didn't get to last year. <laughs> well, you say that. So does it kind of, do you think it kind of varies? This tour kind of varies from, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, some of the areas you just, depending on what they're doing filming wise, you might not get to go to some areas, but I think they try to substitute it with another, like if they don't take you to back to future square, then maybe take you to another section and spend that time somewhere else, you know? 
Well, that's definitely worth asking, yeah. especially for someone like you. Yeah. That that's one of your main places that you wanted mm-hmm. to go. And I'm sure there's a lot of Jaws fans too. So that would probably be oh, yeah. one area that a lot of people would want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that definitely would be um, worth asking yeah. before you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got anything um, else you'd like to expand on as far as the VIP experience and anything well, like that? All, all I know is that afterwards we walked away from it going, that was amazing. You know, it was just truly amazing. So I was really excited and maybe again, maybe because of back to future. um, I don't know. I still protest. Uh, I don't go on Simpsons ride. because. (laughs) (laughs) Well, back to the, you know, it's kind of coming back now and we know that that, you know, the Simpsons has got a short shelf life. So who knows? Maybe I don't think that's, what's going to come back there, but Maybe uh, they'll do some sort of experience for Back to the Future and Epic Universe when they get that built in in a couple years. But yeah, I think that uh, once Simpsons, my kids love Simpsons Land, actually. I think, uh, though, that that's going to be gone. And I think Diagon Alley is going to go in there. I hope so. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing, too. So that'd be cool. I mean, it would limit that park, but I I see a good growth for Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I I think that that park is definitely going to keep growing. Yeah. Uh, who knows as to what they're going to continue to do if they keep tearing down uh, studios or not. That's kind of what I think yeah. that they'll do in the future. Um, I think so. I hope, I mean, in a way I hope not because there's so much history in those, but at the same time, yeah. most of the public doesn't get to go in those. And probably had no idea that some of that was filmed in some of those places i heard the show when you were talking about different sound stages and it was you were talking about which stuff was filmed where and yeah 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 that was pretty cool doing the history on that i would love to be able to go into some of those i think that's something that they could do too to where Mm -hmm. all the films that were actually filmed there if they had some just basic props and you were able to go in there and add to that that could be an add-on feature or an Mm -hmm. add-on feature i don't think universal does very many add-on features this is one of them that they do but nothing like what disney does for theirs so i think not that i want to see universal necessarily start you know (laughs) charging for events but there are some cool things that they could do that i don't think they're really taking advantage of but you know we we did the um warner brothers tour uh last july yeah and that, that was pretty cool, but a lot of the stuff, um, you know, I said, oh, is this filmed here? Because I was trying to think of Warner Brothers movie, I, and everything I asked it, no, oh, it wasn't here. I mean, it's Warner Brothers movie, but it wasn't, we didn't film it here. Like, oh, right. Okay. Just like There's Harry Potter, too. I mean, yeah, none yeah. of the DC stuff, I would imagine. Yeah. But we want to do that tour, too. So we're going down in June also. Oh, good. Yeah. And that's that's one thing. We're going to spend a couple days at the park, and then we're going to go to Warner Brothers. So I hope to do a review on that, too. Looking forward to it because that's a, just a short little drive from what it looks like on the map. Oh, yeah, it's it's very close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's it for the VIP experience. But I want you to be able to talk to some of our listeners about what you've got got going on. So I want mm-hmm. you to just tell people how they can reach out to you, and then I want you to talk a little bit if you want to about your podcast and your book, and let the listeners know how they can reach you. Well, I have a lot going on. <laughs> All right. I... Let's hear it. <laughs> Well, I have the sweep spot, sweep, like sweeping the floor on um, spot podcast. And we started it in 2011 and we just recorded it episode 355. Um, it's so we're both former Disneyland custodial cast members. We worked 
in the parks from 2000, or I'm sorry, 1990 to 2007 combined. Um, I was there 11 years total, and my my co-host was there 15 years. And so we were there in custodial, and just a lot of crazy stuff happened. We saw a lot of things. Got to, we so um, we talked about that on our podcast, and we talked a lot about history. We talked about Disneyland, like. In some of the episodes we'll pick like one attraction and talk about its history and um you know the people behind it and, and all that um sometimes we'll do tours of lands uh, and talk about some of the special things in each land we have imagineers on our show um, pe- some of the people behind the scenes that help develop some of the attractions uh, just all just we have authors on the so we try to keep it just disneyland and not because disney is just huge i mean you could talk about Disney World and all this, but I just try to keep it focused on Disneyland Resort. And since we only worked at Disneyland Park, it's mostly just that park. Um, so that we do that. Uh, so we have one, two episodes once a month that are like history type, the main topic. And then on the other weeks, we have like current events, which is like the Disneyland news. And we bring the news like stuff that's happening right now. So we have an episode that comes out every week. Uh, and then because we were we were writing, we were doing these, um, we'd always we we're telling so many crazy stories and things that happened to us. My um friend Ken, a co- um co-host on our show, he said, Why don't we uh write a book? You know, so I said, Let's do it. So we started writing, and uh our first book called Cleaning the Kingdom came out in um 2015. And we um, have done very well. It's been um, taken very well. Uh, We've done like D23. We're at that expo selling them. We've done conventions and things selling our books. Um, Then we put out a second book called Cleaning the Kingdom also, but it has a different subtitle. Um, And and then we, so there's two Cleaning the Kingdoms. Um, Night, Day, Past, and Present is the uh, second book. It's Cleaning the Kingdom, Night, Day, Past, and Present. And that's pretty much like stories from other people, people that worked in the parks, like all the way back into the 60s, people that worked there when Walt was there. Um, And it's all staying towards custodial, um, towards that part of it. But um, so the books came out, that came out 2019, and that one's doing pretty good too. Um, and we have audiobooks for both those books that you can get on Audible. And um, Ken, he has this real low, nice voice. So he did the audio and I did all the editing and everything, all the background work for it. Um, so, yeah, that's what I have going on. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's what I was going to ask you, how people can find your books. Do you have a website, too? Yeah, thesweepspot.com, or you can get the books on Amazon, too. But the the books you buy on our website are signed by both of us. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. And then do you have any social media platforms you want to? Yeah. You can just search people? the sweep spot on Instagram. That's me. Um, Lynn sweep spot on Twitter. And then we have Facebook uh, group and page the sweep spot. So, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. I, you know, I was wanting to tell people about that because I've been listening. I love your podcast. It's cool. Oh, cool. I haven't Thanks. read the books yet. Um, yeah. I definitely need to go on there and and because I want to know all about Disney too. This isn't this one's about Universal, but like like we said earlier, we can yeah. all do you know to to have both the parks 
you know, yeah. I think it does everybody good. So, yeah. so Lynn, I want to thank you for being on our podcast and um, yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. I really appreciate you reaching out to me. Cool. Well, it was a good time. Thanks. All right. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to our show. You could listen to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. Please like our show and leave a nice review. Check out our Facebook page by searching Daydreaming of Universal Studios Hollywood and email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com. Thank you.